When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. Time for 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? And I am coming to you. My my cheeks are always red. I understand that. That's just a part of life for me. But my cheeks hurt. They hurt. My stomach hurts. I have been laughing and smiling nonstop for two and a half hours. I am chuckling like a schoolgirl over here, belly laughing at how terrible the Cowboys have played today. It warms my soul. I am so pumped up about this. Now, the game is still continuing. We are live. It's in the fourth quarter. It's an absolute blowout. The, the Packers just scored again on fourth down. They're up by over 30 points. It's over. And mo- the most important thing is this. We know who the 49ers will be playing. That's huge. The divisional round set. It is 49ers. It is Packers, one of the most storied rivalries in the NFC or really the NFL in general. It's huge. This is gigantic. Now, the narratives on top of, you know, just these two teams playing each other, we're going to discuss, you know, what's important for the 49ers. We're going to talk matchups. I'm going to get through some of these questions, uh, comments, and all those things. But this is a glimpse into the future. You know, shout out to the Malcolm in the Middle, like, meme. Uh, (laughs) The future is now, old man. Like, this is new. This is Brock Purdy. This is Jordan Love. These are two of the top young quarterbacks in the NFL this is a the start of a new thing. Th- this is something that I think that we will be seeing for a while. Now, what we know, okay, here's what we know. We know 49ers, Packers. They're the seventh seed, so the 49ers are the one seed. This is best case scenario. Why is that? One, we'll, we'll talk more throughout the week about what the Packers are, and I'll dive in some of that for sure. But you're playing the lowest seed. That's the best news. It's a 1-7 matchup. Now, are the Packers a bad team? No, they're not. But they're also not a special team. Jordan Love is playing incredible. But this is also a team that has zero pro bowlers. There were only four teams in the NFL that had no pro bowlers. This is one of those teams. Now, they're a very quality team in the fact that they have 
you know, they're pretty, their depth is good. They don't have a lot of weaknesses, but they don't have a lot of studs. Jordan Love's incredible. They're young wide receivers. They have all flash, and they kind of had taken turns on who's going to be great. But guys and gals, keep in mind, this is a shanahan light system. LaFleur is Shanahan's guy. And, and, you know, he's never been with the 49ers. But, you know, I, I spent some time just going through his, his coaching tree. He runs our scheme. And it's a watered-down version of that. Shanahan is the master of, of you know, this whole scheme and all that that, that it is. But, like, look, look at this. LaFleur was roommates uh, in college. Or not college, but whatever. They were GAs way up. And I, th I think it was, was it Western? Michigan? Yeah. Under Brian Kelly, that's Central Michigan. So one of those. Anyway, Shanahan brings him to Houston in 2008 and 2009, two years, as an offensive QC whenever he was at Houston. Then Shanahan brought him to Washington with his dad. He was there for three years as a quarterback coach. Then Shanahan brought him to Atlanta for two years, 2015, 2016, as a quarterback coach. Then he left to go coach with McVay. And the Rams in 2017, then Titans 2018, then he became the head coach of the Packers in 2019. So one, two, that's five, uh, six, seven. I mean, this dude was with Kyle Shanahan for seven consecutive seasons. He has taught him from quality control coach to quarterbacks coach to what he is now. And if you remember, you know, there's lots of new things to this matchup, which I love. Aaron Rodgers could never beat the 49ers. He was 0-4 against them in the playoffs. Well, that, that time is gone. He's gone. And so now, what's going to happen with these young bucks? Ah, oh, man, I'm excited. Let's get to some of these uh, comments. Uh, G-Bass says, love how early this was posted. I posted this at halftime. Um, 49ers versus Packers, divisional round, went and made up the graphics, loaded the show and all that stuff. It, the Cowboys are who we thought they were. Dak Prescott is one of the biggest choke artists in the NFL history. He has the exact same amount of playoff wins as Brock Purdy got his rookie year. This is Dak Prescott's eighth season. Eighth. Eighth. Brock did it one year. He's equivalent, equivalent of Dak's entire eight-year career. Mike McCarthy, good Lord. There were six consecutive second down run plays. Not one of them went for a first. It was just terrible. It's who the Cowboys are. It's who their Cowboys fans are. And not that all Cowboys fans are bad, just most of them. And so, yeah, it's it's they are a fake two seed that could beat up on lower talent. And whenever everything goes well, and everybody's talking about how they won 16 games at home. It doesn't matter. When the playoffs come on and the, and the eyes are on you, they lay eggs. That's just what they do. Talk about Dan Quinn. Coaching changes, right? Everybody's like, man, Dan Quinn to Seattle. Dan Quinn to Seattle. Please, please, please. And I understand that there are legit criticisms about Kyle Shanahan and what he does in the playoffs and big games. I understand that. Look at Dan Quinn. Look at Dan Quinn because it's worse. And you don't even get the positive good during the season of the schematic advantages. I think Dan Quinn's a good coach and a solid DC. But good Lord, you're getting all the negatives of anybody that wants to critique Kyle Shanahan with none of the positives, I really hope he goes to Seattle. I really, really hope that he goes to Seattle. That would be wonderful. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like everybody that were making the comments early. Um, it's freaking awesome. Um, yeah, Dak about to throw his third interception. Yeah, this is hilarious, and we we just enjoy this time. 
And all week, we're going to be spending time talking about the Packers. And you guys got to let me know if we get any updates on the schedule. That should start to come out pretty soon. Um, probably right at the end of this game and start of the next game. Um, my assumption is the 49ers will be playing the Packers on Saturday. It just makes too much sense. It gives the 49ers the best advantage. The number one seeds last year both played on Saturday because that's huge because we'd get an extra day's rest. That That's paramount. You know, the Packers are relatively healthy, but Jair Brown, kind of the star of the game today, and one of their best players, I would argue probably is their best player, he re-aggravated his ankle. I don't think he's been back in. I saw them take away his helmet on the side. We'll see what happens there, but uh, I expect him to play. But, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yatsik, my man, he says, I was wondering if the Cowboy fan that was trolling me in the chat last week will show up today. I texted him. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. That, that's David Waller. Um, I texted him, talking trash. It's what I do. Um, and speaking of what, you know, Dak Prescott does, trash time TDs. He just got one to his tight end. Um, still down, even if they get this two-point conversion, I think 24 points. It's it's just, yeah, it, it's rough. Steven says, I kept saying Green Bay would sneak uh, this game, this is epic. Yeah, it really is. And they have played well. It, the Packers could have put up 100 points against this Cowboys defense, 100%. Um, now, right here, and this is, you know, this happens every single game. You know, I, I can only speak from my perspective. It does not matter what the game is, who the game is against, road, playoffs, home game, doesn't matter. I get about five to ten messages. This is a trap game. I'm scared. I'm whatever. Joe, you're not alone, okay? Am I scared of the Packers? Guys, listen to me right now. No, I'm not scared of the Packers. Not even a little bit. This Packers team is a team that even in this month, the past four weeks, has lost to the Giants and the Bucks back-to-back. Now, is this Packers team a good team? Yes. Is any given Sunday a real thing? Yeah. Can the Packers beat the 49ers? Yeah, they can. Of course they can. They're a good football team with a good quarterback and a good coaching staff. They're good. Calm down now. Here's the thing. They run a Shanahan light system on offense. Our defense is completely different than theirs. We have a much talented, more talented defense. We have a much more talented offense. Maybe their offensive line's better than ours collectively. But no, understand this. Whenever the spread comes out, the 49ers are probably going to be six. Five and a half to six and a half point favorites. I, I don't know off the top of my head, but the Niners are going to be favored drastically, and rightfully so. They're a better team. This is a nine and eight football team that we're talking about with the Green Bay Packers. And, you know, you want to talk, they've won three in a row. This would be four games in a row. So that's awesome. Who'd they beat? They beat the Cowboys in the playoffs, which is almost like a give me. They beat the Bears, barely. They beat the Vikings, blew them out, and they beat the Panthers, barely, by three points. <laughs> it's it's not like they're playing great football. This is a great game, and they put on a clinic, and they knew what they were going to do, and they executed it. Dak turns the ball over, all these things. Awesome job. Now you got to do it one more week against the 49ers on a short week after the 49ers have had rest. I, I don't know where this line's going to open up, but I am pretty freaking excited just to see how bad it's going to be. But I think that the 49ers are going to be touchdown plus favorites. Um, I, I really, really do. I, I think they're going to be able to 
I'm excited about this matchup for the four. This is best case scenario. And it didn't matter who the 49ers go to play. You're going to have somebody out there saying, oh, I didn't want to play this team, whether it was the Rams or whether it was the Eagles or the Bucks. My favorite team to play would have been the Eagles or the Bucks. I have been on record saying that multiple times. But play the Packers, the seventh seed, I'll take this all damn day, all day. The 49ers are going to be fine. What, what do the Packers do? They run the ball very well. Aaron Jones is playing like the best running back in football, which we have. Christian McCaffrey is him. But he's the past month, he's been incredible. No doubt about it. Jordan Love's playing awesome. We run a completely different scheme. Almost all those Jordan Love passes are just wide open players. Busted coverages. That's a Dan Quinn trait. That's a Deron Bland trait. That's a Javon Curse trait. That, that's what they do. They are boom, bust, and if you don't get pressure quick, you're going to have busted coverages on the back end. That's Dan Quinn. 49ers don't do that. Our secondary has played very, very well since Steve Wilkes has arrived. Very well. In fact, our defense is still playing great, even though we're not generating as much pressure. But if you're getting back Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, right? you're getting back those guys, and they're fully healthy coming off rest, that might be the difference. So we'll see. Um, yeah, Green Bay scored 40-plus. No doubt about that. I mean, it's impressive what they've they've gone through. Um, and, yeah, right here, we're getting Armstead back. I, I, I think that that's huge. That is what the 40 <coughs> – excuse me. That's what the 49ers have been waiting for. It's huge. And you were able to afford them to have that much time to rest because of the bye week, because of week 18. You know, you locked up the number one seed. That 49ers locked up the one seed two weeks ago. The Packers had to win the last game of the year just to sneak in. Now they snuck in and they capitalized on it. That's huge, but like, come on, man. This is right where the Niners would be. What's up, Josh? He says, This is gold. I'm serious, man. My stomach and my cheeks hurt. I've been smiling and laughing out loud like the Joker, you know, <laughs> like I just can't stop laughing. It's hilarious. 48 to 24. There's still five minutes left in this game. Um, backups, they pulled their backups, which stinks. Uh, Jordan loves out of the game. I wish the starters would have kept playing more, but that's just kind of what this game is. It's absolutely just blown out of proportion. I love it. Love all these hashtag CCs. You guys are the best. Um, and, and yeah, like this is supposed to be the great Cowboys defense, right? All those things. Uh, I know I'm late to getting all, all of these things. And yeah, right here, Paul. He says, Petty John time. Yes, yes, Petty. Petty is my favorite color, man. It's what it is. And my favorite musician, it's Tom Petty today. That's just what it is. Like, I hate the damn Dallas Cowboys. And for those of you that don't know, I was born and raised in Dallas-Fort Worth. And the whole reason why I'm a Cowboy or not a Cowboys fan is because I had a stepdad I didn't get along with at all. And so I asked him what team he hated the most. He said 49ers. What player he hated the most? He said Jerry Rice. For my birthday, I said I want a Jerry Rice jersey. He refused to buy it for me. I cried uh, some alligator tears to mom. She forced him to buy it for me. I still have it. It's hanging up over there. Um, yes, I, I freaking love every second of this. I, I lived in Dallas-Fort Worth almost my entire life. And so, yeah, I'm talking trash. And I'm going to be petty as hell. And I'm going to enjoy this. You know, there's 49ers first. I, the 49ers are my team. But my second team is whoever the hell is playing the Dallas Cowboys. And right now, this is... <laughs> This is tasty. That's all I got to say, man. 
Uh, I, I love it right here. Nick says, you know, hashtag CC never gets old. Uh, getting revenge for 95, 96, 97. There you go. Yeah, it, it, it stays. It stays. It stays. You, you always go out there and you, you, you hold grudges. I'm a grudge guy. It's probably not healthy, but in sports, I think it's okay. And I freaking hate this team. And I'm loving every second of it too, V Brewer. Love it. Love it. Uh, right here, I'm here for this. This is what it's supposed to be. What's up, Vince? How we doing, man? Appreciate you. Uh, ain't them boys. Every damn year. Every year, this is what they do. They have not been past the division round since 1995. The Cowboys haven't. 1995. They're going to be firing their coach. No, I don't think the Cowboys are getting Bill Belichick. That don't make sense. Jerry Jones is a power hungry narcissist no i i just don't see that working uh i think he's going to go elsewhere i can see him going to atlanta whatever else and you know mike mccarthy's going to be fired before this show ends there's no doubt about that that's done d he's done he's going to be fired if he doesn't then he's an idiot anyway um if they keep dan quinn awesome not going to change anything this defense can't win in the playoffs no matter all the talent you got in the world it ain't going to win in the playoffs it hasn't Freaking love this, man. Yeah, JP, all pro Dak, what a joke. Um, I hate that they don't – I understand why they wait for the end of the season to vote, but it's like playoffs matter, you know? Where Jim Mora, tell them. Like, it should be included in those things. You watch this game, and you mean to tell me that dude got all second-team all pro over Brock Purdy? Hell no. Brock Purdy has never had a game this bad. Ah, he had that one. He did have that one. But those were like tip passes and whatever else. Like Dak is throwing to wide open Packers repeatedly. He had should have had another interception that was dropped that hit the dude in the hands. It's just, ah, man. <laughs> it, it's just trash, you know. It's trash team, and it's just kind of who they are. If And I love every freaking second about it, man. Right here, CMC will have a huge game against the Packers. You know, it's funny. You pull up their defense. Well, let's talk their ranks first, okay? And this is another thing. For those of you that are out there saying, I'm scared or whatever, yeah, you see this game and you put that in isolation, you're like, man, this is a really good team. Well, let's see what they've done collectively. Defensively, they're ranked 10th in points allowed. 17th, they're below average. 16 is average or right at the average in yards allowed. 23rd in turnovers. They don't get turnovers usually. You're not going to be playing Dak Prescott next week. See what I'm saying? Like, it's different. Um, ninth in pass yards, 10th in pass touchdowns, <coughs> 31st in interceptions. Second to worst, they only have seven interceptions in the whole year. They got two of them today so far. Dak probably going to throw another one. Rush yards. Look at this, 28th in the NFL. They have allowed... 28th amount. There's only 32 teams. They're bottom five. They're giving up 4.4 yards per carry. Not good. You look at them on third down defense, 25th. Now, fourth down's their eighth. And red zone percentage, their 10th. So they have some positives, but like this is not a top five unit by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying they're the damn seventh seed in one of the worst conferences. That I can remember, like, the, the NFC is down this year, considerably. There's the Niners. Your two seed was the Dallas Cowboys, who just got freaking 
dog walked it at home. This is probably one of the worst losses in the two seed history, which two seed didn't even used to play in the wild card, but the new rules change it. One and two used to get the buy, right? Now they don't. And so I, I'll say this has to be the worst number two seed loss in the history of the NFL. Now they're fighting and flopping around and all that stuff. And that's good for me because I, I want more mischief. I don't want anybody getting hurt. Never want injuries, but I want more mischief. And they're all flopping around and Zach Martin and all this stuff out there. I love it, man. Yeah, Jack, some people get them pissed off. I'm okay with that. I love it. Somebody, <laughs> it's just, it's funny, man. But yeah, this defense, come on, man. Oh, Chris, what's up, man? Uh, appreciate the super chat. He says, celebration shot on me. What are we drinking, bud? Uh, man, I want to, uh, I don't, I can't get anything while I'm here. Uh, but I do have some, uh, some Modellos. You guys know me. I'm a Modelo tequila guy. Chris, I want to say thank you, my friend. Uh, appreciate your generosity and y'all are my family. This is what's up, man. We celebrate together. Um, uh, yeah. Dallas getting embarrassed again. 2021 wild card Niner team goes into Lambeau and beats the number one seed Packers. Uh, yeah. Right. Is it a date to have the tables reversed? I don't think so. Um, and you know, you go back to 2021, that was that crazy weather game and you know, it was absolutely bananas and they were in control the whole game until we got Jordan Willis with the block punt who Funga, you know, received it, but our defense completely shut down Aaron Rodgers, who was MVP level that year. I think he won the MVP, like shut him down. And that's the thing. Our defense has performed very well against this Packers offense. You look at Shanahan versus his quote-unquote disciples or coaching tree or whatever the hell you want to call it, it's been pretty damn solid. Whether it's McVay, whether it's LaFleur, whether it's the other LaFleur whenever he was an OC, it, it doesn't matter. Like, where, However you want to look at it, Shanahan versus his, his younglings has been huge. Uh, Dak just scored another trash TD. Too bad he didn't show up in the first or second quarter. Uh, They're down 16 points now, which is still a three. All right, you can score two touchdowns, two two two-point conversions, and tie it. There's three minutes left. Um, I'll keep you up to date on that, but I'm not not fully expecting anything drastic to come of these things because uh, there's three and a half minutes left. Now, what I will say is, man, I was pretty disappointed in the broadcast. I used to like Greg Olson, but like it's become very clear that they give him a, hey, this is who you're rooting for. This is who you want to win. I actually heard Greg Olson say today in the broadcast, Dak Prescott doesn't get enough credit. That was a direct quote. It was just like crazy. The comments that you were hearing, like Dallas was playing well all game whenever they got the doors blown off from the start. It's just really, really weird how things kind of go like it's weird um and shout out to jordan love he gets his pay you know five hundred thousand dollar pay increase which is huge I absolutely love that um yeah right here carlos what's up my friend always good to see you here he says it's supposed uh not supposed to be that dak is an all pro it's purdy yep i like that uh purdy was the guy yeah there was even a false shanahan audible which they talked about briefly, but you heard him. You know, he does his like, here we go, you know, his thing all the time. And so they were showing a blitz early, and he changed to false Shanahan, false Shanahan. Usually the false and true, right, F-A-L, right, L left, true, T-R-R, right. So, like, 
that's one of the early shifts that you'll have. So a false or true. A lot of times that can be for line blocking, direction of the play, screenplay. You switch it up game by game. Shanahan, and it was it wasn't a true outside zone. It was just like you give up the B gap to the left side, false left side. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Um, which I think it's kind of cool to pay respect, but it does show how much the 49ers are in the heads of the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, you literally had Micah Parsons talking about leaving his team if Dan Quinn leaves in the middle of a playoff run. And it's just like the NFC East is just a joke. They like they don't understand culture. And if you're drafting guys like Micah Parsons, you're not going to understand culture. I understand that he's a hell of a player, but you dig into his past, you watch his you know, his podcast for more than five seconds, you realize pretty damn quick, this guy don't get it. Talent's off the amazing. But you're having these conversations, you're talking about leaving your team in the middle of a, hosting a playoff game? What the hell, man? Could you imagine if that was going on with the 49ers? And people are like, oh, well, Debo removed his social media that was in the off season before training camp during a contract dispute you got aj brown over here doing that stuff and not talking to the team and all that stuff they're hosting a play they're, they're the playoff game like the nfc east is just an absolute joke man it's not a good conference it's not a good conference how did the 49ers do against the nfc oh yeah four and oh this year nfc east four and oh blew all Three teams out, and then somewhat of a close game against Washington, but not really. Um, yeah, it's oh man, I, I freaking love it. This is everything. Oh, right here, Angel. He says, If I want to tailgate with you guys next week, do people who don't go to the game meet up somewhere like to be with other fans during the game? Angel, so I here's what's going to happen. Yeah, we're going to be podcasting next, or sorry, we're going to be tailgating next week. Let me just throw up the uh, the details real quick. Do I not have it on here? Uh, I think we do right here. Uh, there we go. Yeah. So we're going to be uh, over in the blue lot tailgating three and a half hours before the events. When we start serving food, we get in a little bit early food and drinks, but we are going to be leaving up the TVs. We have to compress down the tailgate. Now I'm paying for extra spots in the blue lot. So we get those extra spots. Um, you know, there have to be a car in there. Now I do have to just be 100% upfront of honest that yes we will we will be leaving the TVs up of the game on so if you can't afford to get in the game or you want to save some money we're going to leave that up we're going to be putting away almost all the other stuff we're going to have some of our crew there to watch the game in the parking lot as well and then we'll celebrate afterwards but the 49ers have been very very clear they don't want live parties taking place in the parking lots but we are going to leave a TV up and couple choice beverages we're not going to have like food out and all that stuff so we're going to condense down and if you want to watch the game there in the parking lot we will leave that up the tv's on um and you can hang out there so there are people that are doing that now you do have to buy the tailgate spot and all that stuff that's going to help us uh just head to 49ersrushroadtrip.com tickets are up now we are going to cap ticket sales on this okay this is something that is going to sell out i say that every time uh this is a premium tailgate there are lots of tailgates, and I understand that ours is a little bit more pricey. That's because we don't spare expenses. We bring the best food. We bring the best premium liquor. We hire bartenders. We we have everything set up. The amount of giveaways we do is off the freaking charts. And so if you want to participate in that, whether you're going to the game or you want to watch in the parking lot, we have that set up for you guys. Head to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Uh, go check that out. And I do also have to say this. 
We're working on Super Bowl stuff. I understand divisional round, NFC Championship, which will be hosting a tailgate as well, then the Super Bowl. But we are setting up night before parties in the Super Bowl in Vegas as we speak. We are setting up watch parties. If you can't afford to go to the Super Bowl, but you want to party in Vegas, we're setting up spots very close to the stadium where you can be with the all-private 49ers group. All you can eat, all you can drink during the game, having a good time with us celebrating in Vegas. That's all going to be available. 49ers Rush Road Trip. Dot com. So uh, hopefully that answers your question. Uh, we'll see there. Um, Oscar, I like this. Let's not allow the media to call this a Dallas loss. This is a Packers win. Yeah, they're not going to do that, Oscar. They're not going to do that. And that's not going to do the 49ers any favors either. Because the Packers just put on a show. And they're going to feel like they've been slighted because everybody's talking about Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy, Dan Quinn, Micah Parsons. But that's what sells TV and ad revenue. The Cowboys have more eyes on them than anybody. And that's never going to not be the case. Just because the geographic football is huge in the South. There's no competition. You look at the states around them. It's just what it is. Um, but so be it. Uh, the, the fact that they're out, let them talk about them all they want. So two-minute warning now. Um, they are down 16 points. I'd say it's a 99% chance it's what it is. Yeah, John Paul over on Facebook, what's up, man? He says, what a beautiful beatdown. It is. This is awesome. And the fact that the Niners know, the fact that the Niners know who they got on Saturday, that's that's huge. Right here, Logan, I think I might have misspoke earlier. He says, you mean Jair Alexander, Chapman? You said Jair Brown. Yeah, little slip there. I apologize. Jair Alexander is their guy. Um that's huge. Yeah, Dak out there. Should we be um, scared of Green Bay's zone defense? Guess who the best quarterback in the NFL is against zone coverage? You guessed it. Brock Purdy. He's the best. You, you look at Ayuk, <coughs> he's the best versus. You look at Kittle, he's the best versus. You look at, um, you talk about Debo getting him the ball in space. Zone coverage allows you to do that. So, no, I'm not concerned about it. Do they have some good players? They do. But even if we look at, like, their starters, right? Darnell Savage is a good safety, and he likes to hit. Owens. Um, but, like, here's the thing. Look why they were able to exploit the Dallas Cowboys so well. The Dallas Cowboys are soft. They're finesse. Even their offensive line. Everything about them is soft. C.D. Lamb, soft slot wide receiver. Like, he wants to be hidden and all this stuff. CeeDee Lamb's great. But they're soft. Brandon Cook's great. Soft. And Tony Pollard, amazing. Space player, gadget guy, soft. Dak, do I need to say more? Now look at the 49ers. Debo, toughest wide receiver there is in the NFL. That's all there is to it. The toughest. Not DK, not A.J. Brown. None of that. No. Debo Samuel is the toughest. Who's the toughest tight end? Probably the guy that's going to be a WWE mainstay, George Kittle, right? Yeah, just got all pro. Um, absolutely crazy. Who's the best left tackle and most physical? You could talk about Tyron Smith, and he's great. Borderline Hall of Fame player. He was soft at USC. Like, he's an athletic freak that just catches the defenders and locks them up. That's not what Trent does. Trent throws you into the damn ground. He's silverback. There ain't nothing soft about that. He's a damn gorilla. That's his nickname. That's his persona. They're different. They're just different. The only thing, you know, CMC is incredible. I don't put CMC in like that banger territory. That's not really what he is. 
He's closer to a Pollard as far as like physical, whatever. But even him is way more physical than, than Tony Pollard. So it's the way in which you build a team. The Cowboys are finesse, soft, ticket sellers, you know, prima donnas. That's just what they are. You saw Dak and CD fighting in the first quarter. They're like, come on, man. No, what is Debo going to do if he's upset? He's going to say, give me the damn ball, and he's going to run into somebody as hard as he can. Kyle Juszczyk, right? So the NFL is a matchup league. I say it all the damn time. And here, I'll, I'll play the clip right here from, from Wilkes. This I love league it. is all about, you know, each week is matchups and different things. So, so you can talk about the Packers were able to exploit these matchups. Why? Because the Cowboys are soft, finesse, and predictable. The most predictable play calling I have ever seen in a playoff structure. They run triple slants on offense nonstop. Put C.D. Lamb, they motion them from outside to inside. Triple, that's three slants, right? So double slants on this side, on the back end slant, and you'll do an arrow route with the tight end, usually to the two side, to the, if you're in a two-by-two two set, that's what, it's triple slants with a little out route, right? They do it all the time. It's so predictable. They come out of the two-minute warning in the first half, and they do the same damn thing. They did it the previous drive. What happens? Pick six. Why? You know what the hell is coming. Shanahan's one of the most unpredictable route concept players now, or coaches. Does Shanahan get pass heavy? Yes. Does Shanahan get one-dimensional? Yes. But as far as like predicting the routes that are coming, Mike McCarthy is a freaking paint-by-numbers play caller. It's it's hilarious to me. It's absolutely hilarious to me. Now, you look at their numbers as a whole. They put up some great numbers this year, but yeah, it's it's different. It's it's very very different, <laughs> right here. Donald says, "I'm going to work tomorrow." Cowboys will be silent. Yeah, and and if you do know a Cowboys fan, just let like let them know you're there for them because they lost Nick Saban this week too. So you know that that's rough. They 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 all went for front runners. That's what it is, man. Uh, right here, FIBA. He says, the question is, is Kyle afraid of the Packers? Hell no. Can Kyle manage his big game PTA? I don't think this is a big game. It's a division round. This is a huge game for <laughs> the Cowboys. It's not a big game for the 49ers. The divisional round is not a big game for us. Like, I, I truly believe this. Like, the big game, whatever. Here we go. Since Kyle showed up, showed up here, in 2017, right? 2019 got past the divisional round. 2021 passed the divisional round. 2022 passed the divisional round. Three out of four years. This is his fourth division game in five years. I, I don't think that this classifies as a big game. The conference championship, maybe. But no, like, if you are one of those people that's just like, look, this is a divisional game, big game, whatever. I don't think Kyle buys into that. I don't think the 49ers, this is business as usual. And the divisional round, we've gotten past, we're 3-0 and since Shanahan showed up, which is hilarious. Like, why is that? Because the 49ers are built to win playoff football. Run the ball, good defense. Run the ball, good defense. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. 
At my bookie, it doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. It, it, I, I'm really not concerned. Now, not saying that they can't win. That's not it at all, but... If you're Kyle Shanahan and you're going to go talk to the players tomorrow, which you are, because it's going to be an early game, I keep refreshing to see if you know any of the the stuff has came out yet. It hasn't yet. But if if I'm Kyle Shanahan addressing the team tomorrow, I am not. You better get right. I ain't bringing any of that. I'm not who Ron. That's not really who Shanahan is anyway. All I'm doing is like, guys, we are right where we want to be. They have to come to us. Uh, what's the, you know, one of my favorite like graphic novels, I guess, if you want to say that. Um, it, it is from what's it called? The guy with the, the mask. I'm not explaining this very well at all. But where he says, like, you're not I'm not stuck in here with you. You're stuck in here with me. That's the personality that the 49ers got to have. Like, they're coming to us. Shanahan's like, dude, this guy's my disciple. You know what I'm saying? And the game's over now. They're advancing. And so I'm thinking we're going to get any minute now. We should start to see some of the schedule leak out. This is when they did it last year. I looked up the time. It was right in between the first and second wild card on Sunday. Now with the scheduling of the storm and all that stuff, it's a little bit different. But I do think, you know, if we look at last year's scheduling, and if you're downloading this podcast, it's probably already a moot point. But it was the 1-4. <clears throat> yeah, it was the 1-4 game. The the giant or sorry one six the Giants versus Eagles and the Giants played the middle game Sunday which is this game was supposed to be the middle game if but they postponed the Steelers one so and they were the one six the late Saturday game which is what I want the Niners to be the afternoon or the late Saturday game so that's my prediction we'll have to see I really thought it would be out by now um, oh here we go. Oh, no, it's not. Adam Schefter, the first divisional playoff round is now set. Packers play at the 49ers next weekend, but still no times. Um, hopefully, we'll get that here in the next couple minutes before I jump off because here in 10 minutes is the next playoff game, um, which I'm excited about. And I apologize I missed some of your you know questions and comments and stuff. I want to get through as much as I can, but I know I'm not going to have time to. James says, John, does Kyle respect Packers coach? Yeah, they're friends. Um, now, they do have a little heat between them because there's two LaFleurs. One of the LaFleur brothers coached for the Niners. The other one got the Green Bay's head coach. And uh, Matt LaFleur, I think it's Matt LaFleur. Am I, am I getting the names right? Let's see here. <clears throat> yeah, 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 I'm getting it right. Matt LaFleur is the head coach of the Packers. His brother, um, Mike LaFleur, 
wanted to go be with his brother and Shanahan denied the thing and shut it down. And the NFL changed the rules because of that. So uh, th- there you go. Like yeah, there's a little bit, but no, these guys are friends, quote unquote. You can go listen to the play callers, uh, which was a really cool off season podcast. And it was all about the Shanahan McVay coaching tree. I didn't feel any animosity there, but yeah, it's, it's, I wanted the Eagles game too, Ed. He says, yeah, I wanted the Eagles payback game. That's what I wanted. Still a chance, but <clears throat> that's okay. That's all right. But, man, this is awesome. And I really hope you guys come out and party with us next week, 49ers Rush Road Trip. We got a lot of stuff. And so what we're going to be doing this week, um, one, we're going to be having a Zoom hangout, uh, which I'm probably going to do Wednesday or Thursday. I got to check with the wife and see what some schedules uh, times are. That way I can make sure kiddos take advantage, take it care of. But we're going to have that. We're going to also have some extra breakdowns on the Packers. So I'm going to be going through looking at games that the Packers played Man, I could probably look at this now and tell you the games I'm going to be breaking down because who runs the closest offense to us? The Vikings, but that's with a different quarterback, so that's a little tough. Yeah, I'm going to be watching that game. Uh, And they played the Rams earlier. So that's two similar offenses, right? Both Shanahan guys. And I'll be able to kind of pull how the Packers played those offenses, and then we'll do the same thing defensively. We'll watch some of the Packers tape, and I'll be doing some live breakdowns on you know what can work, what won't work, what Shadyhead's going to see, and just kind of how you build a game plan. Back whenever I was coaching, like you didn't watch all the film. You'd watch, okay, well, this school you know, runs a similar concept than we do on offensively. How do we gauge that? Like We ran a spread, so I'm not going to watch a triple option team and see how they lined up defensively to a triple option team. That's not going to do me any good, right? So we'll go through some of that tape, um, highlight some key matchups, some different things that I want to see. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, but yeah, so it's going to be a busy week this week. So if you haven't yet, head over to the 49ersrush.com, sign up over there, or our Patreon, which is in the description of this video. Seven-day free trial on both. And so if you do sign up there, Check it out. Enjoy. Come hang out. Do the Zoom hangout, all that kind of fun stuff. And then you can cancel your membership. It doesn't cost you a penny. Now, if you want to support the show, that's by far the best way uh, to do that. But, yeah, there we go. Uh, (laughs) Right here, Donald. John watches NASCAR races just to watch Richard Petty. Ooh, I I need to add that one to the arsenal. Petty, man. And you know what? I'm going to go to sleep today happy with a smile on my face. Not just because the 49ers got a great playoff matchup and they're going to get to play a team on Saturday, which not only means the Packers get one day short of rest, but now also for the NFC Championship, the 49ers are going to get additional days rest. That's huge because I I think it's going to be, you know, I don't think they're going to put the, there's no way the Eagles-Bucks matchup, one of those teams have to advance. They have to play on Sunday. They have to. They're not going to have a Monday-Saturday turnaround. I don't see it. So that means the 49ers will get, you know, six extra days rest from the bye week because we play on Saturday, right? So 13 versus six. So I guess seven days over. But then on top of that, you get an extra day's rest if you make it to the NFC Championship. Yeah, you got to kind of take advantage of each individual matchup. No doubt about that. But don't care. This is... The best thing that could happen for the 49ers, instead of waiting one more day, you know, not knowing who you're going to play, because the coaches staff right now, Kyle Shanahan's in their Zoom meetings, they're all there. Hey, guess what we're doing? All focus is now on the Packers. Right now, every 49ers coach 
they are dissecting and doing everything they can on the Packers. What are the Packers doing? They're freaking having celebrations. They're partying. They're talking to Aaron Andrews. Lucky that guy. Uh, and then after that, they got to fly all the way back to the Packers. Then they've got to fly to San Francisco. You see what I'm saying? Their time is short. And all on six days, they're still in Dallas. Those aren't two short trips. They've got, they don't have the advantages. That's part of being the one seed versus being the seven seed. Should have won more games. So now, what Shanahan and everybody, offense, defense, special teams, they're just diagnosing game plans, what they're going to see, all that stuff. Love it. Big pop of my bed. How about the Cowboys? That's right. I love it, man. Uh, this is going to be, uh, let me refresh one more time. Come on, man. Put the schedule out there. Still not there. That's all right. Oh, I'm so pumped about this, man. This is going to be awesome. But enjoy, celebrate. We got more playoff football to watch as the game's about to come on. We got two games tomorrow. Meanwhile, the 49ers know what they got. 49ers versus Packers. Divisional round. Are you going to be there? You sure as hell should be. 49ers versus Packers, man. What, what else could you ask for? Ah, I'm so pumped, man. I'm excited. You guys are the best. Enjoy this. Niners playoff game, six days away. Oh, I love it. You guys are the best. Stay strong, faithful. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.